This is Sick and Wrong, America's number one source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by the Reach Around Foundation. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, D. Simon. I'm your other host, Lance Wackerly. What's up there, Wackerly? How's it been? Not too bad. Just got back from Hawaii. Yeah, I know. I meant to ask you about that. How was the uh, vacation? Well, you're looking right at me. I'm a giant red pussy boil from all the sun. So, Dude, Were you sunbathing nude? Can you do that in Hawaii? I had a sock on. <laughs> it was good, other than, yeah, just being like, you know, an itchy, scabby mess. Did uh, your lady get sunburn? Uh, she wasn't sunburned? She, she got a little bit of sun. But not as much as you did. No. Dude, I can't deal with those type of climates. But I, I've heard Hawaii's beautiful. Welcome back. And uh, yes, people, it's Sick and Wrong Podcast 22. We're inching towards that goal of 25, which is going to be our landmark podcast. And we're going to have to do something special to um, commemorate that occasion. It's going to be so special. But in the meantime, there's a date that's quickly approaching right now. And I just think everyone needs to be aware of this date because it's kind of a national holiday that I've been looking forward to my entire life. It's way more important than this podcast. It's far more important than this podcast. And I think people need to listen up right now and pay attention to how important this holiday is. Next Tuesday will be June 6th of the year 2006. So that will make it the sixth month, the sixth day on the sixth month of the sixth year. 666, the day of the devil. And so on that day... It, it was brought to my attention a couple weeks ago. It's the National Day of Slayer. Did you know this? Slayer the band? Slayer the band. Not the National Day of Prayer. It's the God. National Day of Slayer. Counteracting it. It's not, what, it only comes around once in forever? In eternity? Once a millennium. And once oh, right. a millennium. The next time will be June 6, 3006. 3006. So that's, that's, that goes to show you how profound this date is. It's it's a holiday for the Heshers. Or not 3006, 2106. 20, we'll, we'll 2106. Yeah. Yeah, 666. Six. Once a millennium, once every 1,000 years comes the date 666. It's the Devil's Day. I've even heard that there's women out there trying to delay their pregnancies so that they don't give birth on that day, which I think would be like the highest honor that a mortal could receive. Yeah, but dude, you've seen the omen. That kid is a handful. Yeah, that kid, um, I'd probably put that one up for adoption or maybe try to abort it. But regardless, it's the National Day of Slayer next Tuesday. How would, how would one go about celebrating the National Day of Slayer? Funny you should mention that. I uh, checked this website called the National Day of Slayer.org. Go check it out, people. National Day of Slayer.org. The organizers who, who arranged the National Day of Slayer. Decided that uh, 6606 would be a perfect day for Hessians across the country and across the world, really. We've we've already described in a previous podcast what a Hessian is, right? A Hessian's white trash, but it's an American term for white trash. But right. I think it incorporates chavs and pikeys and neds. They all, they all like Slayer. They they all love Slayer, and I, I think they could appreciate you know the importance of such a such a date. You know that only comes around once in a while, so we can all come together. And engage in something upon which all of us can agree, mutually, listening to Slayer. So it's a day to celebrate Slayer. Great. And so on, the, on this website, the National Day of Slayer.org, they uh, have a numerous, numerous um, ways in, in which to celebrate this special day. 
um, official statement on participation. It says, listen to Slayer at full blast in your car, which I, I do occasionally. Yeah, that's more like every day. Listen to Slayer at full blast in your home. Done. Usually. Listen to Slayer at full blast at your place of employment. That would be more difficult, but easily could be achieved. It's a holiday. And, and, and I think your superiors at work should appreciate that. I think they're obligated by law to uh, you know, honor your religious or They have to permit it. Yeah, beliefs. it's a religious belief. And then finally, listen to Slayer at full blast in any public place you prefer, including any church or temple, synagogue, or, or mosque. Just, yeah. But you'll have to bring a boombox with you. Yeah, we're you. not talking about iPods here, like just ruining your own eardrums. you got to bring something that broadcasts to you know, the entire populace. So the listening, so like the public on yeah. the whole will understand the importance of this date. And uh, the organizers here mentioned do not use headphones. There's oh, no yeah. need to. Okay. Do not use headphones. The objective of this day is for everyone with an earshot to understand that it is the National Day of Slayer. So people in the UK, people in Australia... People in Asia, it's National Day of Slayer next Tuesday. So even if you don't know who Slayer is, and if you don't, you should be shot, tarred and feathered. But um, what you need to do is go out and purchase a Slayer album. I recommend South of Heaven. Oh, I like them all, really. Yeah, Rain, Rain and Blood's another good one, too. You can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. You really can't. So just go purchase at least one or two Slayer albums, and then just go and stage a Slayout. And so the organizers here mention that uh, staging a sleigh out might be problematic to the community, but you need to do this in order to properly celebrate this holiday. Stage a sleigh out. Don't even go to work next Tuesday. Just stay home, listen to Slayer. Have a huge block party that clogs up a street in your neighborhood, blast Slayer albums all evening, get police cruisers and helicopters on the scene, which would be pretty easy to do in Oakland, and finish with a full-scale riot. That also might already be going on if you're someplace like Oakland. <laughs> or Iraq. Yeah, or Iraq. Uh, spray paint Slayer logos on churches, synagogues, or cemeteries. You know, it, <laughs> it's, it's celebratory tagging. Uh, play Slayer covers with your own band, since 99% of your riffs are stolen from Slayer anyway. Yeah, I'd like to... Uh, I disagree with that one. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to hear that. Crappy, crappy cover band. Slayer cover versus Slayer. But, you know, I mean, they're they're praising Slayer on the yeah, National Day of Slayer. I mean, maybe so, these people can do it in their own garage, but try not... Don't go to a bar where I am and try and play a cover of Slayer. Just put it in the... Ju- bring in your jam box or whatever. And yeah, play it. so as long that, as Slayer I'll, is playing Slayer. I'll buy you a beer. But. And finally, the organizers here say, kill the neighbor's dog or cat and blame it on Slayer. Because, you know, the owner's just going to be like, oh, well, it's National Day of Slayer. I kind of figured this is going to happen. You know how the Christians are always talking about how there's like, uh, they're getting uh, persecuted or whatever. I hope I hope Slayer isn't persecuted after this holiday. Well, you know, I read something on a, a metal website where they're saying that the, the band found out about this National Day of Slayer, and they're like, you know, that's a pretty fucking good idea. I kind of wish we would have thought of this. I, I guess they were planning on kicking off a world tour on June 6th, but it had to be postponed until June 15th. But I'm definitely going to go catch them when they're in San Jose. That doesn't give me a whole lot of faith that they have the power of Satan behind them when they uh, can't get their concert well, I think, date right. I think Satan delayed them. Yeah. I, I think it might have been. They were, they were in awe that this holiday has taken off and the uh, organizers, the uh, people who put this website together, have been receiving a response internationally. So it's going to be an International Day of Slayer. And people, go check out nationaldayofslayer.org 
and celebrate accordingly because it's an important holiday. The internationally beloved band. It's an internationally beloved band. Definitely. Yeah. Well, as we mentioned before, it's Podcast 22. Uh, we're moving right along here at Sick and Wrong. And uh, Lance, I don't know if you noticed this, but I thought there was kind of a dearth of uh, good articles this week. Uh, there, were some, there were some many sick and wrong events happening throughout the news, and people have been emailing us. And we've been getting emails from all over the world with some great articles, which we'll, we'll share later on the show and, and good emails. People, make sure you keep emailing us, sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. But on the whole, I didn't think this week was as good as last week. I found some, uh, you know, golden nuggets, but you're right. There wasn't, like, the tidal wave of just sick and wrong behavior that's been going on for the past couple of weeks. You know, I found a couple choice articles, but I didn't find one gem that I was just, you know, completely impressed with. But Slim pickings. All in all. We'll do what we can to entertain. All in all, I, I did find a good article that I think will rival your own. Uh, last week, I believe... We received probably about 20 votes for your story about the uh, special ed teacher who had sex with the two retards in the dark room. Yeah, that's sick, dude. Yeah, overwhelmingly, I think you won. And that, that, that's why we're drinking Old Milwaukee this week. Yeah, thanks I, a lot. I was going to buy Miller Genuine Draft, but I was thinking, you know what? You're a prick. So I bought Old Milwaukee. Six, your, six bucks a 12-pack. Did your food stamps not come in the mail or what? Dude, I was pissed about that. No food stamps. Forced to get old Milwaukee. But, you know, it's not that bad. It's horrible, dude. It, it kind of tastes like Hesher piss. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's not all that great. But whatever. You can get drunk off of it. Uh, horrible hangover to boot. Well, people, by now you should know how the show works. Sick and Wrong is a competition between Lance and myself. Uh, we peruse the, uh, the news websites and uh, the different newspapers from around the world to try to find the most disturbing article... What we deem the most disturbing article of the week, presented here on the show, and the winner, the person with the most disturbing article, gets a case of beer. And uh, that is decided by you, the listening audience. So make sure you vote as to which article you find the most disturbing. Sigarong Podcast at Hotmail.com. Since uh, you won last week, I think I'm going to kick it off this week. Kick it. All right, well, my article here for Podcast 22 concerns a mentally retarded woman who is forced into dun, 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 prostitution. What is this world coming to? Is there a discount on that? I'm going to get to that, but yeah, I think there is. So this happened or in St. Paul, Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, a premium. This happened in St. Paul, Minnesota last Monday. A St. Paul woman allegedly forced a mentally retarded relative into prostitution by threatening to send her back to a group home. That group home must be pretty bad if you're willing to prostitute yourself to avoid going there. Yeah. So a mentally retarded St. Paul woman is forced into prostitution by this relative who threatened to send her to the group home if she didn't cooperate with all of her demands. She also threatened violence as well. Beth Ann L. Hilston, 27 years old, had been selling her relative's sexual services over the internet for about a year said Ronald Herdsman, who lived with the two of them in an apartment here in St. Paul, Minnesota. I guess Ronald uncovered this plot and reported Beth Ann to the police. So I was reading this article and I was thinking, so she was putting an ad for her retarded sibling relative on the internet. 
What do you think that ad looks like? Uh, you think it was on Craigslist? I think she's probably cross-eyed. <laughs> you know what? Well, Big boned. Down syndrome. Yeah. Cerebral palsy. Bag over the head. You know, I just think it's funny. It's just like, you know, so mentally retarded woman available for sex, doesn't drool too much, can hold her bowels unless you don't want her to. Hot stuff. Yeah, it's like, well, what do you put in that type of ad? She probably didn't say that she was retarded. Well, that's what I'm wondering. Is this like a niche market of, of dudes who really want to have sex with retards? Or is this guys that don't have much money and they can't afford a normal prostitute, so they downgrade? You know, I, I don't know. I don't know how this works. Or do you think Maybe these she puts guys, two ads up. But Maybe do you they... think these guys are deceived when they get the goods? They're just like, well, she's retarded, but I guess I'll fuck her anyway. Well, depending on which client is, the one who's looking for that kind of action or the guy who just thinks it's a good deal. I think the good deal guys probably just get there and say, well, I'm here. <laughs> what a bargain for me, <laughs> a retarded prostitute. What a bargain. I will be back here next week. <laughs> but, you know, the guys that are looking for it must, you know, must be looking for a specific kind of retard, you know, to have sex with. Because, you know, it's like you're not just looking for... Any, you know, they, there, there are a number of different kinds of retards. There's Down syndrome, cerebral palsy, you know. Can talk, can't talk. <laughs> so, so what you I'm saying. You autistic savant world out there. You know? Exactly. They can count I mean, the pubes on your balls. There, there's so many different types. Down on you. So I, I think she should be more specific in this internet ad. I kind of wish they would have printed it here so I would have shared it with everyone. So despite uh, Hilston's arrest, so she was arrested for this. Yeah, well, it's illegal. It's illegal to prostitute, you know, Anyone. normals. Anyone, yeah. So she was arrested. There's been a steady stream of threats and intimidation since the arrest that have left the 30-year-old retarded woman, the victim, emotionally scarred and fearful. What, they're threatening the retard? Yeah, the woman's calling from prison and threatening this retarded woman. Oh, I see. She maintains her pimp hand... Behind the uh, the steel bars. I thought I thought the Johns were calling this woman saying, "Listen, bitch, you better not tell anybody I fucked that retard." <laughs> I don't, care I don't want this getting out. It's yeah, gonna ruin my reputation. I don't care how many years they put you in jail? If you tell if you tell people that I had sex with that retard, I'm gonna come kill you. Well, no, I I think I mean that could be happening here, but um, the way the article's worded, I think it's the the perpetrator has been continually continually threatening her. Okay. From prison. Wow. So, uh, in a restraining order against Hilston filed immediately after the arrest, the victim expressed concern about being kidnapped in the middle of the night. as She's afraid that uh, the woman's going to get out of jail and beat the crap out of her. Yeah, but she's retarded. <laughs> she also, you know, thinks Barney is real. Well, they found that the, um, the retarded victim here is, has, has the mental capacity of a three-year-old. See? So, I, you know, I don't think she's a Down syndrome girl. I think, I think well, she could be. You never know. You you never really know. Here's I mean, my question though: while the while the uh, the madam is in jail, who's taking care of the retard now? Well, I think does the, she have to go back to the group home anyways? Well, I think it's the uh, roommate oh. is now in charge. Do you think that guy uh, has is deciding now that it was a good idea to rat out his room his other roommate? Well, I madam? think he, now he gets her all to himself. Well, there's that point. I'm thinking, wait, now I got to take care of her. God damn it, dude! It must not be that hard to uh, woo a a retard with the mental capacity of a three-year-old. I bet you it's not fun. But, you know, I was thinking about it. If, so she's 30 years old, she might have the mental capacity of a three-year-old, but if she's good-looking, that might be perfect. Because think about that. If you had a girlfriend who's hot, 
but she has a mental capacity of a three-year-old. You're not going to get any lip from her. You know, she's never going to bitch about you being too quick or her not getting off fast enough. You know, it's just like, okay. Yeah, but I bet you she throws a lot of temper tantrums. <laughs> she, she might be, but whatever, dude. You put on SpongeBob SquarePants. Okay. And just let it go, and then, you know, do your business in the back. I... Uh... So that that's the name for my I give my penis, so I put in SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> See, that would work too. With the uh you know, I mean she has a mental capacity of a three year old. Uh, I could see that working. Here comes SpongeBob into the hangar. <laughs> so the victim told police that she did whatever Hilston wanted because she was afraid to return to the group home. Which I think must have been pretty horrid because you know, if she's willing to prostitute herself to avoid get, getting sent back there, it must have been pretty bad. So, um, the uh, perpetrator was forcing the victim to answer messages from men, telling them the address of her apartment, her phone number, and prices for sex. She told police that Hilson made her give the men, quote-unquote, what they wanted or she'd be sent back to the home. So she's making the retard pimp herself out now? No, she was doing this oh, before. Right. So Sorry. she was forcing her to do this. I gotta start following the thread. With thread. Yeah, she was forcing her. So under duress, the woman was uh, mm -hmm. consenting mm -hmm. to uh, do all the sex. Got it. So um, Herdman, the uh, male roommate that lived with them, said he first learned of the alleged prostitution scheme when he saw the victim leave the apartment that they shared and return a short time later with $30. <laughs> <laughs> that so, is a discount. So I think that confirms the discount rates for the retarded people. Yeah, but we don't know what the going rate is in Minneapolis either. It's got to be over $30 yeah, for an escort. Right. You're probably right. I, I, you know, I bet you what happened is the guy's were beguiled they they were deceived they get they ordered this escort she came and met them and he's like you know what i'm gonna fuck you but i'm only gonna pay you thirty dollars <laughs> and she has a mental capacity of a three-year-old so she's like okay they also could be really drunk and just not even realize <laughs> yeah she, she, that could be so hilston is charged with promoting prostitution of an individual which i think is the legal term legalese for pimping right and uh, police have not arrested any of the men involved in the prostitution, but the investigation continues. Um, hopefully, the victim will someday heal. But I guess uh, she's not being sent back to the group home, so you can rest easy about that. She'll still be retarded, though. Yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah. That's the best she can hope for, is to still be retarded. Yeah. She's just still going to be retarded. So on the sick and wrong scale, I think it's pretty sick to pimp out a retard. Especially a relative. Yeah. You know, this was a relative. She was related to her. It kind of reminded me of the movie Gummo. Remember that scene in oh, Gummo? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say the same thing, but yeah. I couldn't remember for sure if it was Gummo or not. But it, it is Gummo. In the movie Gummo, there's that. The, the brother is pimping out his retarded sister. Right. And remember the two guys, the two main characters, go yeah. in there and have sex with her. And she's like, I like cherries. I like the color of cherries. I, I think... That, that as soon as I read this article, it was the first image in my mind. Maybe that's where she got the idea. But the retard in Gummo is kind of hot. You know, to, for a bigger girl. To each girl. his own, D. On the uh, sick and wrong scale, I'm going to have to give this probably a 7. Maybe I, a 7.5. I would give it a an 8. You're giving it an 8? Yeah, that's pretty sick and wrong. On yeah. everybody's part, except for the roommate who was the Good Samaritan and called the cops. You know, for me, I think what mitigated this was the fact that she's 30. I guess she has the mental capacity of a 3-year-old, but she's 30. She's not like 14. Had she yeah. been 14, I probably would have given it an 8.5. Okay. You know? I give it an 8 still. I hold, I stand by that. Well, people, we invite you to vote for this article, Sick or Wrong Podcast. <laughs> or my article. At hotmail.com. But uh, right now, I'm going to have to uh, 
turn the table over to uh, Lance Wackerly. Hear your article for Podcast 22. go uh this article uh came out of someplace in florida that i've never heard of so i don't care where it is it's florida uh two grandparents are accused of trying to hire a hitman to kill their own grandchildren hmm uh lake county detectives said that the couple those two old people grandparents uh they were trying to protect their son who is, uh, he's around probably 30 or something, uh, who will soon go on trial for sexual molestation. Sexual molestation. So, uh, basically what they're doing is they're trying to, uh, kill the grandkids so they can't testify in court that their, uh, dad step slash stepdad uh, was molesting them. Dude, it makes so much sense that something like this would happen in the state of Florida. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know how many people out there that live abroad would realize this, but Florida is the epicenter of white trash. White American trash all hail from Florida. Most of them. Most of them. 90%. I mean, that was the state that elected George Bush to begin with. I mean, there's a lot of white trash there. Oh, his brother is the governor. Exactly. Jeb. that just kind of confirms my point. They 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 elected a guy named Jeb to run the state. That's all. That's all that needs to be said. Yeah, uh, their governor's named Jeb. Governor Jeb, <laughs> he's doing a good job. <laughs> so that's why it doesn't really surprise me to hear about grandparents ordering a hit on their own fucking grandchildren. Or it doesn't surprise me that they were immediately caught in the act. Because <laughs> they're probably retarded white trash. So Jackson's, uh, the, the son, uh, the 30-year-old guy, uh, the grandparents' son, uh, his kids are supposed to testify against him uh, uh, for uh, molestation charges. Uh, the mom, the guy who was married to this piece of shit, says, I love my kids and it's not their fault these people have done anything. They're crazy. These are some crazy, sick people. So wait, he molested his own kids. Oh, well, here's the char- male or female. Here's a specific charge. Uh, so he married this woman, uh, and this guy's name is Jason Jackson, JJ, as I probably would call JJ. him if I knew him. Um, he's been arrested on 48 counts of sexual battery for four years. He abused uh, his wife's daughter a from a previous fuck. marriage, and he also molested uh, the ten-year-old daughter that they had together. What a sick fuck! Only in Florida. So. Uh, they got a lot of uh, comments from the mom here who's just totally freaked out. Apparently she's a nurse. Not that that has anything to do with anything. But uh, she says, I think people think that anything can be done for the right price. What was the price, you ask? Well, that's what I was about to ask you. How much were they? Uh, how much were the grandparents offering for this hit? Well, let me get into the details. So the son actually suggested that he was in jail, you know, being held for uh, to awaiting trial. And he actually suggested to his mom and dad... Uh, hey, you should go hire somebody to kill my kids. And probably the mom, too. It's just kind of the whole family. And so his parents said, okay, son, we love you a lot. <laughs> um, they uh, So they met a supposed hitman at a Best Western, which is a great at hotel chain. At a Best chain. Western, yeah, it's a great place for mm-hmm. a rendezvous. And they forked over $100 to rub out their daughter-in-law, their three grandchildren. So apparently there was another grandkid that was not molested, and even the family dog. 
A hundred dollars? And the dog? Yeah. A hundred dollars. So counting the dog, that's like $20 per person or animal. <laughs> All right. Two things about this. Number one, a hundred dollars. It's like 20 bucks a head. They've been shopping at Walmart too much where everything's just really cheap. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I guess I guess a hundred dollars in Florida is a lot of money. Maybe if they hired somebody from China to come over. <laughs> I don't know. You could buy you could buy many twelve a packs. A child laborer from China would come <laughs> over and do it for twenty bucks. So a hundred dollars. And number two, why the dog? What did the dog do? I maybe it's just malicious. Maybe they thought the dog was really smart like Lassie and it would be able to testify in court with like barks and, and whimpers and growls and implicate the guy. Well being that this guy lived in Florida, he probably raped the dog too. Yeah. Maybe. So uh, they, they they paid this guy who they thought was a hitman $100 to rub out their daughter-in-law and the kids and the dog. You know, it probably costs more to get a prostitute to rub out your penis down there than 100 bucks. Than $100? Yeah. Well, not if she's retarded. Well, yeah, but that's in Minnesota. Okay. That, that's where they have the retarded horse. Yeah, I don't know. I, I bet you they had their fair Florida. share in Florida as well. Well, as it turned out, as everybody can probably expect, uh, the hitman was an undercover detective. God, you know, that guy is a true actor, because if I was a hitman, and I went over there and met with this elderly couple, and they were offering me $100 to kill four people and a dog, mm-hmm. I would have started laughing. That's I would have broken character. Well, yeah, he probably started laughing and pulled out his badge and then just cuffed them. I mean, they're old. It's not like they were going to make a run for it. God, that would have been a great episode of Cops. Uh, the the grandma's name is Versi. <laughs> Versi Jackson. <laughs> Dad's name or grand grandpa's name is Robert Jackson, and I always still find it interesting that the the wife, the uh, target, one of the targets of the murder, uh, is still keeping her husband's name. She's keeping the she's well, retaining the husband's surname in the, in the article. At least, she's still going by Karen Jackson. Ah, dude. So yeah, this this stupid idiotic plot that just didn't make any sense to begin with to murder murder all these people and think that you're not going to be implicated in the murder. But and then offering $100 and just totally botching it and having your parents do it and them totally botching <laughs> it uh, is just typical stupid Florida behavior. Floridian behavior. These are the people who couldn't figure out the ballot. You know, they yeah, like yeah. wanted to vote for somebody, but they accidentally voted for George Bush. They just couldn't understand. They couldn't, you know, you know they couldn't understand which box to follow check the off. dotted line to the box. So. But you know, one, one thing I must comment on this article is that these parents are pretty dedicated to their son. Mm. You know, I mean, if they're willing to seek out a hitman and organize a hit on their own grandchildren, you know, they're pretty dedicated parents. And they both went together to do it. It wasn't just like the dad saying, son, I'll take care of this for you. Leave your mother out of it. The mom was like, no, I want to be there for him, too. We're in this together, Jeb. We're, and we're a family, except for the grandkids and daughter-in-law and their dog. They're <laughs> well, not the family. Well, if you think about it, I guess on Christmas it would have been a lot cheaper. Yeah, you know, Just gifts and and hard candy alone is a big savings. You know, a lot more room in the trailer, which makes you think they could have forked over more than a hundred dollars. Yeah, I, I wonder if they're going to pay more, like give more money after the murders were committed. You know, or were they just a hundred dollars, a hundred dollars oh. up front, and that was it? Yeah, they don't make they don't make that very. Cl- I don't think these people were savvy in how to contract a killer to murder your grandkids. It was a hundred dollars in a couple forties or something. Yeah, maybe some Milwaukee's best, a bag of weed. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So on the sick and wrong scale, I'm gonna have to give that at least an eight. They ordered a hit on See, their own grandchildren. Yeah, I, I'm only gonna give this a seven because nothing actually happened. Although the plan 
the concept was very sick and wrong and idiotic. But it was premeditated. The, the, the forethought was there. The forethought was there, but just idiocy, but nothing really panned out. I'm giving it a seven. Give me a seven. Well, people, we invite you to... another week where we're uh, neck and neck. Exactly. And this tiebreaker is going to have to be solved by the listening audience. Right. Once again, sick and wrong podcast at hotmail.com. Please vote so we can decide who um, buys the case of beer for the next podcast. And hopefully it's MGD next time. Yeah, I almost wish that people voted for you so I can buy some better beer than this shit we're drinking right now. (laughs) All right. I'll take that as as an omen. As usual, which has kind of become a, a, a usual practice here on Sick and Wrong, the uh, last part of the show, we discuss uh, listener email. We've been inundated with listener email from around the world. A lot of, a lot of email coming from uh, Scotland and the UK. We love the email. We do but, love the but email. But more importantly, we're just lazy, and when we can just read the emails, it makes it easier to figure out what to talk about. Yeah, to conclude the show. Yeah. So people, you're actually helping us. Yes. So um, a lot of people have been sending email... To further clarify the terms for white trash over in Europe. Yeah, I think I've got it at this point. But I, I think I've got it as well. But, I mean, last show we discussed what a pikey and what a chav is. Well, I think one of the questions... And a packy. One, yeah, and a packy. And one of the questions that was, uh, that was proposed last show, last podcast, was what's Scottish white trash? Like, what's the term for Scottish white trash? Right. Well, we had a couple people... Email us, one guy named Ignatius Dry Roasted. And I got to thank this guy for email because this is probably the funniest email we received all week. Uh, first of all, because I think this guy might be a chav. Himself. I, I think he might be a chav, judging by his grammar. He's self-deprecating? Well I, always, well, I always thought that English people, you know, were supposed to like speak in proper English. And the king's proper English. Old world. Yeah, the, the king's the English. The queen's English or whatever they call it over there. Yeah, they don't have a king. Do they? No. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't know. Or care. <laughs> yeah. I thought that in England, you know, they were supposed to use proper English. This guy can hardly spell, let alone write. But that is the charm of it. Th- that, that is the appeal. I mentioned that Scottish white trash are called Neds or Neddies. And they drink Buckfast fortified wine. Which Sounds I don't good. know what that is. Neither do I. They smash up your car and this is my favorite part, shit in your mom's knicker drawer when they rob your house. <laughs> Sounds like a good bunch of people. Chavs are called scallies in Liverpool. Scallies a new term. And Welsh people are hillbillies and shit. Just all of them. Yes. <laughs> all, all, the Welsh. all Welsh people are okay. just known as hillbillies. So I'd like to thank Ignatius for uh, sending that informative email to us. If we have any Welsh listeners, uh, this is this is uh, Ignatius's opinion, by the yes. way. So you can feel free I, to write in. I've never in met rebut- any Welsh people. Yeah, feel free to, free to write in and rebut him. Although, uh, what, what's that woman's name? Catherine Zeta Jones. She's Welsh. Really? She's she hot. looks like a hillbilly though. She's hot though. Yeah, I bet you she's a hillbilly. And so another guy, the detail fiend, who sent us several emails, uh, sent us another email about chavs, regarding English chavs. He said we should check out a website by a guy called David Firth. The website's fatpie.com, fat-pie.com. He says have a look at the D-E-V-V-O, Devo section on there to see a UK chav in all his glory. Devo's becoming a bit of a chav legend in uh, the UK. 
and he's reaching out to like low minded low life around the globe via his MySpace page, myspace.com slash M C D E V V O. And so you can download videos and see this guy Devo. Have you ever heard of him? Uh, I think I might have caught a couple of the videos. Definitely is a strange uh, guy phenomenon. So maybe they do have a king, because this guy's like the king of the chavs, apparently. I, I think this guy might be the King Hesher, the king of the chavs. Right. So I yeah. guess they do have a king. So, yeah. Of I, sorts. I guess there is a king over in uh, the UK. But it's funny. I downloaded a few of the videos, and the dude's rapping on some of them. He's fighting. And then the interviews are uh, amazing. Drug taking. So I, I definitely go, go check that out. Fat-pie.com. Uh, finally, I just want to end the show on a, an uplifting note here. Actually, it's more of a twisted note. Uh, a while ago, we said, how come sick and wrong things aren't happening in Australia? Right. Well, a guy by the name of the Devil's Hitman, who lives in Perth, sent us a couple articles. They're both sick and wrong, both happening in Australia. All right. I guess uh, this happened just on the 30th of May. A baby was burnt in a clothes dryer. A 13-month-old Perth, Perth is Western Australia, girl, suffered serious burns when she was put into a clothes dryer by the boyfriend of her mother. I guess the woman went to the gym for about an hour last Thursday. The baby spilt liquid on herself, and the man, not knowing what to do with the wet baby, just kind of tossed her in the clothes dryer, dryer and turned it on. Wow. That's some parenting. Yeah, that, that's definitely some uh, great parenting. He should get the Great Parenting Award here. The girl suffered serious burns to her feet, hands, and bruising to the face. Apparently, um, they're not too intelligent over there in Australia. Well, Perth, at least. Hey, Devil's Hitman, you're going to have to let us know what Australian white trash are called. God, you're just learning so much here on this yeah, show. Yeah, I think it's just going to be a running running uh, bit, you know. It is going to be a running bit. White trash from around the world. Research. Yeah, it's research. You know, it's an educational program. Right. Also, another guy by the name of Jamie in Washington, uh, which is a couple states north of California here, he sent another article about two charged, two people were charged with the rape of a newborn baby. So a newborn was placed with relatives after both parents were arrested for raping the six-week, or no, like the six-hour-old child. Wow. Yeah, this has to be a Guinness Book of World Records. Don't you think so? This has to be a world record. I don't think they put records like that in there, but well, the sick <laughs> and wrong, be. The sick and wrong world records, this guy is a record holder. I hope somebody's not going to try and beat this record. <laughs> you know, I kind of hope not. But I guess what, what happened here, hospital officials notified police of the possible rape after noticing injuries to the child's rear during a routine examination given before newborns were released from the hospital. There were some skin, there were some skin tears in and around the private back area of the child. The investigation led to the child's parents, and there, there was no indication that any hospital worker was involved in the incident. Based on the investigation, they ruled out everyone but the mom and dad. So the child was only about six hours old. How the fuck does something like that happen? Well, if it's intentional, it's obvious how it happened. But how is this, how is this guy or girl or both of them trying to explain themselves? What's their defense? I Whoops. guess I my guess, thumb just crept in. I don't know. Afterbirth makes a great lube. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know. But this guy definitely um, definitely has to win the sick fuck award for uh, this week for here, Podcast 22. I mean, right. what the fuck, dude? I don't know, man. I mean, a, c- a couple weeks ago, we did the rape of the two-year-old, but this is a rape of a newborn infant. He likes him real young. God, 
I don't know. But once, like the once thing, they're a day or two old, he just isn't attracted anymore. Yeah, they're just too old. Well, you know, once they reach the uh, six-week mark, right? You know, why even look at them? It's just no longer a turn-on. No, I guess not. So, anyways, in conclusion, here I'd like to thank Jamie and uh, the Devil's Hitman Ignatius. And everyone else for sending us uh, these enlightening emails. Sick and Wrong Podcast at Hotmail.com. Send us your own Sick and Wrong stories. We'll discuss them here right on this podcast, the forum for all things Sick and Wrong. And remember, people, next Tuesday, 666. The National, National Day, of, Day Slayer. of Slayer. I expect to hear lots of Slayer out in the streets and in public places and in private places. Celebrate appropriately because this holiday comes around once every thousand years. It's important. It's important. We're going to be celebrating. Stay tuned. Next week, Podcast 23. Until then, take it sleazy.